Karis Hall McCollum. I'm sitting here with my dad, Dudley Hall, and you're joining us for an episode of Papa, I Have a Question. This is where I just get to sit down with my dad and ask him a question. Uh, growing up, I realized that I was very blessed and privileged to have access to my dad as a great theologian, great uh, Bible interpreter and teacher. And so when I had questions, I could just say, I don't understand this, Papa, I've got a question. And then as an educator myself, I know that if one person has a question, usually there's someone else who has that same question. So we're just asking you to join us um, as I ask some questions. So, Papa, I've got a question. Okay, I want to hear it. Okay. So um, this is kind of going into a conversation that we've already had, but you made a statement that parents in this time in history, in this culture, are more unsupported than they've ever been in, in your lifetime. I won't say ever, because yeah. I think Noah would disagree. You know, there's some people <laughs> that could, in history, that would disagree. But then in your lifetime, parents are unsupported. And that resonated so much with me as a mom of a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. Um, and feeling like, yeah, I do feel um, unsupported. And so I want to, you know, invite other people to to hear us dialogue about why is it, why is it that way? Why do we feel so unsupported, um, and, and what can we, what can we do about it? Yeah, that's a great question, Karis, and it is a very pertinent question. And if, if our culture is going to survive, uh, we we got to answer that question. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when I grew up, which was a long time ago, the uh, public schools were supportive of. The family values most mm -hmm. of the time, mm -hmm. particularly where I grew up. Um, most of our teachers were Sunday school teachers in some church or another, mm -hmm. not same denomination, but you know we believed in common, common values, biblical values. Yeah, honesty, virtue, the things that taught in the scripture, and the, the public schools supported that. Right, and uh, so. A parent could feel fairly comfortable by sending their kid to school, believing that they're not going to hear some ridiculous deal that's going to ruin their life. Right. They may not hear the way I would want to teach the Bible, but they're not going to hear something. Anti. Anti. Yeah, yeah. But there was a concerted effort on the part of some who believed that uh, uh, that the public schools, that the government should be— um, should determine what people teach rather than the family. Now, the the motive, the the uh, the reason behind public schools, I think, was good. It's like, okay, we want all the kids in this country to have the privilege of an education to to be right. able to succeed as a person in society. So there needs to be skills that and and a level of knowledge and a level of education that not everybody can afford, mm -hmm. and if it's left to every individual, it, it won't it won't be good. So it, the motive was let's let's raise everybody up. Let's offer education. Let's to offer everyone. education. So, yeah. and uh, that was a, that was a good thing, and it did, and it made it possible for the United States to. Uh, basically lead in the world in so many areas because our populace was educated. educated. We weren't just an elite bunch. Everybody had some. 
But then came the uh, the serpent in the garden mm-hmm. that basically said, uh, "No, we want to uh, we want to get rid of all religious influence and um, instigate in here a belief that which is a religion, mm-hmm. uh, the belief that." Uh, Life can be lived without mentioning or bringing God or biblical truth into it. Mm-hmm. That's called secularism. It is a religion. Mm-hmm. It has basic beliefs. It has guidelines. It has values. It is religion. So it it it, it displaced what was Judeo-Christian. Common, yeah, Judeo-Christian values, mm-hmm. and so that that came to be, and it and, and it continues to increase. So. So now that when you send your kid to a, a school, public school, or sometimes private school, you're sending them to people who have been trained that it's their job to tear down any kind of religious basis for their values or their goals or their concepts, and that should be replaced with a secularist deal. So uh, you don't get support. And sadly, as you know, since you're an educator— a lot of those who teach in Christian schools have been trained by those who were right. secularists. And Absolutely. So, so, you're so the trained, methodology is the same. Methodology is the same. Yeah. So so even in the Christian schools, you were getting secular values. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, um, with verses. Yeah, with verses <laughs> with of verses. Scripture and, yeah. and a devotional in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we've come to a place where the school not is no longer a battleground. It's a, it's a mission field. Yeah. Uh, and so the good thing is moms like you, teachers like you have said, hey, my kids are too important to just toss them out there and let, let all this stuff happen. So I'm going to teach them myself or I'm going, to, I'm going to organize with some other people who have common values and we're going to teach them. Yeah, and so I see this movement. It's a homeschool movement, but also it's a movement of like-minded moms and dads who say education is our job. It's not the government's job. Yeah, God didn't give it to the government. Uh, he gave it to us. They're our children. We're responsible. God told us to. We will. And so they're getting together and supporting each other. Right now, it's very expensive. Yeah, because you not only got to pay the taxes of the public schools. You have to pay for for whatever the cost is to to educate your own kids. Yeah. But I, I applaud all of those who are doing that, and yeah. it's money well spent. It's a yeah. good investment. And if you have to drive a twenty year old car in order to educate your kids, God bless you. Yeah. It's a good investment. Good swap. So, um, you know, what can you do? Uh, you can tell me more than I can tell you, but. There has to be a recognition that we cannot leave it, let it go any longer. Yeah. That we must step up and we must take our responsibility and believe that God will help us do that because that's yeah. what he commanded us to do. Yeah. So we support each other. Yeah. I think one of the things that we talked about schooling and, and the lack of support in schooling, like I can't send them to public school and expect them to be taught the same thing I am at home, but also I'm fighting a battle of um, media, right? Like keep, yeah. just keeping my kids protected from the the messages that they're getting through their devices and TVs and, and you know, 
just media in general. Mine are too little to have social media, but when you get into that, it's just, it's a whole nother battlefield right. that you're talking about. Um, and so having to be so intentional about this is what we believe. It's not, we like, we teach our kids to respect people, but I, I think when you were growing up, and this is true even when I was growing up a little bit, but we would kind of say like, we all think we believe the same way, yeah. right? So if, you know, my friend's parents are telling me something, you can trust that they're they're guiding me in the right direction. And yeah. I, I don't have that privilege these days. It's like, right. no, I have to say, I have to teach my kids more than I want to teach them just to help them protect themselves. For example, um, I found one of my kids playing a game the other day that I deemed inappropriate because it was there was a killing involved. It's like, hey, 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 we don't practice killing. And of course, what was said was, well, so-and-so does. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know what? They they have that prerogative. Not everybody believes the same yeah. way we do. We believe this, and this is why people are made in the image of God. We don't get to practice killing them. We don't want your mind to think that's okay, you know, to walk them through things that maybe before it was just widely accepted. Yeah, we don't we don't play that way. We don't pretend that. Yeah. We don't, you know, so we have to be so intentional about we believe this, even if that other person believes that, yeah. even if your friend believes something different or your friend's parents say this or, you know, it's like we have to teach them to be guarded at a really, really young age. You know, I had an experience a few years ago uh, that really brought it home to me personally. <clears throat> I was invited by uh, uh, some businessmen and women in another state because they had heard me teach on worldview and biblical story and uh, the basis of education. So they wanted me to come and meet with them and some educators about starting a whole new school system in that part of the world. Mm -hmm. And so I sat there with them and I heard with my own big ears, <laughs> start that little ears. <laughs> I heard with my own ears, uh, educators saying, what we've got to do is get that parental influence out so we can teach them well, and the more we can keep them away from the parents and teach them ourselves, the more we'll be able to accomplish. And they really believe that. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're a good person, then okay. But uh, the parent is the one God said yeah. has to do it. Yeah. And gave the grace to do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So here, here's what I think is happening, Karis. I think there is a, a large remnant in the church, not not large enough, but <laughs> there's a remnant in the church that's saying, you know what, We're God's not going to be judging us on how many buildings we built, how many butts we put in the mm -hmm. pew, and how big the budget was. He's going to be judging us on whether or not we took care of the sheep. Mm -hmm. And these kids are our sheep, and mm -hmm. these parents are our sheep, and we are going to quit trying to do the seeker-friendly total, mm -hmm. total thing. And we are going to try to be a support group. We're going to be, mm. be the support group. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if all the churches was a support group for all the families who were teaching their kids a biblical worldview? Yes. That would be great. Yeah. That would be so great. So we can pray for a revival. We can pray mm. that. It, it, it's happening. It's just not happen, happening as yeah. fast as I'd like for it to. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, one of the things we're trying to do, obviously, is get our kids around People who are who do believe like minded, you know, like yeah. spend time with Papa. Papa's going to tell you stories, you know, and 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 
not be exclusionary, but but also making sure that that people who love our kids and love Jesus are spending time together yeah. and that, you know, that they are investing and that they're supporting us and that they're, you know, like helping us educate and, and those kind of things. So, um, well, let me just say before we leave, uh, I applaud all the moms mm-hmm. and dads. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it shouldn't be just on the moms. Yeah. But sometimes they're the ones who have to take the lead and they do. I applaud you for doing that. You're doing the right thing to uh, put your kids above yeah. all the other stuff. And uh, yeah, I know it's tough. Yeah. But if you're doing the will of God, he said, you know, the psalmist said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed mm-hmm. begging bread. Uh, even if we do have to beg a little bread, let's make sure our kids get the bread of life. Yeah. So thank you, all of you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And and I would say to those of you out there, you're not alone. <laughs> we're, we're in this together and we do treasure our children and we see them as gifts of God and we want to protect them and we want to train them up as warriors um, so that they will uh, battle for righteousness and that they will know truth and know the source of truth, um, that, he is, that he is a person. Um, so thanks for joining us for Papa. I have a question. Join us next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Kerygma Ventures podcast. We'd love for you to join us next week as we continue to bring you conversations and messages that challenge you to live a life of grace and freedom developing a thriving relationship with Jesus. If you enjoyed today's episode, would you share it with someone in your life who you know would be encouraged to hear it? Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.